Cocabana, boom boom. Cocabana, boom boom. Cocabana, it's Cocabana. Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood. Weeknights on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Straight out of the shy, Mr. Shake and Bake, 45. Wrestling because he feels alive. Great memories and good, good times. You listen to Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Glad that you're with me here on this Thursday night. We're we'll talking White Sox baseball with Josh Nelson from the Sox Machine coming up at 9.15. And don't forget, yes, it is Throwback Thursday. An hour from now, Throwback Thursday, and we have got a good one. You want to know what it is? You know what it is? What would be your walk-up song? All right, you know, if you were in a big crowd and you were introduced, you'd want a walk-up song, right? Just like baseball players or boxers or professional wrestlers. So what, what would be your walk-out song? That's our question coming up at 9.35 for Throwback Thursday right here on ESPN 1000. We turn now to not just my champion, but your champion, the National Wrestling Alliance National Heavyweight Champion. He's the godfather of pro wrestling podcasts that drops every Thursday on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find him at ColtCabana.com. He's got his own merch website, ColtMerch.com. He's Chicago's own Colt Cabana, and he'll be at the Ring of Honor show at Villa Park at the Odium on Sunday, May 12th at 7 o'clock. He also will be part of StarCast, which is a pro wrestling convention emanating from Las Vegas, Nevada. He'll have his podcast, Art of Wrestling Podcast, with Young Bucks and many others. And Colt Cabana joins me, Jonathan Hood. Right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Let's start here, Colt. Um, defeating Willie Mack, you are not my, just not my national heavyweight champion. You're everybody's national heavyweight champion. So be able to travel to Concord, North Carolina. What was that process like to even get to that town? Uh, well, I don't know. I was wrestling in uh, in New York the night before for Creative Pro Wrestling, which is owned by Kurt Hawkins and Pat Buck in New York City. So, uh, you know, my travel schedule is always hectic right now. I'm sitting in a car in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So, um, you know, I jumped uh, from Newark to Charlotte and drove to the to the building. And to get there and to see the NWA logos and the old school ROH logos and to see all uh, the old and the new, you know, Midnight, uh, the Midnight Express and Stan Lane and uh, Beautiful Bobby and, um, and, and Nikita Koloff and then, you know, some of the new age wrestlers, Bandito, Flip Gordon, uh, myself, uh, it was an experience. It was really cool. Yeah, the, I don't think the fans really realize unless they are, you know, listening to your podcast, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Just the the travels, you know, the the hectic travel that you got to get through to be able to get from one city to the other. But you were able to get there, right? So there was no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The schedule is wild. Uh, I was just in Los Angeles for three days. I was home for one night, and then uh, right back on the road. We did Buffalo yesterday, Toronto tonight. Um, and then we'll be in Grand Rapids and, of course, Chicago on Sunday, May 12th, uh, in Villa Park. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a wild schedule. And, and, but I got there, and I was able to, to wrestle Willie Max for the NWA National Championship. I'm so happy for you and just enjoyed that yeah. match. What was the – what did you like about that match and just working with Willie Mack? Um, yeah, I, you know, the crowd was awesome and very respectful. I think, uh, you know, I, I like to think I know my audiences and, and I can play to a different audience and – so obviously, uh, in North Carolina, it was a very respectful, traditional, uh, you know, they were traditionalists, the wrestling fans. So I, I kind of try to keep my shenanigans to a minimum and give them kind of some pure wrestling. And I think Willie and I did that. And, uh, Willie's obviously such a talent, you know, he's wanted by so many promotions and, um, 
and he's a great wrestler, so it was cool to be able to beat him. The godfather of wrestling podcast, Colt Cabana, with us. Go to ColtMerch.com. We'll talk about the merch that uh, Colt has. He's with me, Jonathan Hood, on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Well, Colt, what are your, your thoughts about the business right now, the way things are going with ROH uh, budding AEW for the future, just the way that the indies and the popularity of the indies is going? What do you think of where we are right now in 2019? I think it's cool. You know, people are talking. When I, when I started wrestling, it was 99, and so um, when, I, when I had a couple of reps under my belt, you know, the only thing in town was WWE. And so now I think with everyone kind of uh, talking and people wanting to wrestle for different places, uh, I think that kind of buzz is needed, and it's kind of, I think it's needed to kind of spark the industry a little bit. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like sports where changing teams might do a little better for some people as if they were just stagnant on the same team for so long. I don't hate it. I think it's cool. Yeah, I do too. I want people to also know about you being at StarCast. You have a live Art of Wrestling podcast that's going to be with the Young Bucks live from Las Vegas. I'm looking at the the stream right now, Colt. It's 15 days, 5 hours, 40 minutes, (laughs) 9, 8, 7. So I'm looking at the the stream right now. That should be a a lot of fun. Again, a live Art of Wrestling podcast uh, being part of StarCast, which is – I was part of it in Chicago, bringing Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday to it in Chicago. Now it's in Las Vegas. Now, how big is this event and you being able to do this in, with the Young Bucks? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's not just the Young Bucks. I know Joey Janelle is going to be there, and I got a couple other guests. So the live podcasts are always fun to do. Uh, I did one, like you said, last year at StarCast, and I had uh, I actually had the Young Bucks last time. And, of course, uh, legendary Chicago comedian Marty DeRosa, he joined me. But uh, this year, you know, they had me – I was overlapping with the Ric Flair roast, and I said, Conrad, who runs uh, Starcast, said, I am not going to go up against the Ric Flair roast. A, because I want to watch the Ric Flair roast, mm-hmm. and uh, B, you know, I don't need that kind of competition. So I'm going to be directly after it. And um, if you're not in Vegas, you can watch it on the Fight TV app. That's downloadable, and they have a bunch of packages. So, uh, I, I, you know, th- those conventions are a lot of fun, and the Starcast ones are more centered around, more centered around kind of like, uh, my generation of wrestlers as opposed to the older generation of wrestlers. So uh, I think, you know, it's nice to be wanted and um, and looked up to at these conventions. And so, you know, on top of signing it and doing autographs and selling merch, of course, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing the live podcast and it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got to push the merch on this show, Colt. We've got to push it, all right? <laughs> so, so Colt, because I know that's this is what you want. I have a lot of, I have a list of things I've got to plug for you. So, ColtMerch.com, because <laughs> you know I always got that laundry list because you'll go and, and, so I'm right. sure I was prepared, <laughs> right? So, ColtMerch.com. So, you've got a, <laughs> you've got a micro brawler, a variant of a micro brawler. So, so what's with this big Josh beard on this thing? Do you have one that's no. clean shaven or do you have a, a big Josh one too? Man, I got a decent beard, and uh, Kurt Hawkins, he gave me some gruff on it. You know, Kurt Hawkins, who has, along with Zack Ryder, and you know this, but I'm happy to plug their podcast, which is the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, and they talk about all these action figures. They're obsessed with action figures, and so uh, they love the idea that I have these micro brawlers. But the new brawler, which is out, which is available at Colt Merch, of course, um, yeah, it's got a little thick beard, and I don't know, I wear a beard these days, and I, I didn't think it was that bad. But uh, Kurt Hawkins thought it was a little too thick, uh, much like um, <laughs> much like Big Josh. All right, exactly. I, but is it, so? There is no clean shaven one yet, though, right? You got to get a, we got to get the one and the other, don't we? No, the the first. So the first one, the original one that came out, you know, maybe three or four years ago, that was clean shaven. But uh-huh. I I was wearing a beard, so I was like, you know, I said to the owner of Pro Wrestling Tees, we can't have 
clean shaven. He's got to have a beard of some sort. And so the way they make these things, it's kind of either one or the other. And so I got stuck with the big dog. Coach, you know, this is, I mean, you're in it. So maybe it doesn't really, you don't think about it. Like I'm looking at it as a fan, but man, it's like, that's gotta be the coolest thing. I mean, you're growing up and you're watching and you're seeing these figures from the WWF in the past and these thumb wrestlers and all this. And then for you to be able to have your own merch and be able to have your own figures, that, that has to affect you, right? You've got to be, you got to think that's cool, right? I do. You know, I, what I like is being able to give them to kind of kids or, mm-hmm. you know, nephews that I have or, or my friend's kids. And so uh, that's kind of cool for me. I, I like that idea that, you know, they're easy to just kind of, they're at home. I can grab them. I can kind of hand them out. And, uh, yeah, I guess, and people, you know, fans, they'll tell me that they carry them in their bags or they carry them in their purse or people have made keychains out of them. And so to know that you're kind of always with them in figure form, uh, it is very cool. But, you know, Scotty Goldman, who I was my name in WWE for seven matches, yes. uh, he never got a figure. So a little bit of me is, is a little salty as in my head because I grew up with WWF wrestling figures, the, the big rubber LJN ones and the Hasbro ones, so. A little bit of me wish I ha- I had one of those, but maybe uh, that's the last goal in wrestling. The, to be at the Crockett Cup as an, uh, growing up as an NWA fan and just watching how you know, to see the legends come back I, for me that was just great, and to be able to see uh, so many of the uh, current wrestlers interacting with the veterans of the past was cool. I've never asked you this before: is is there a territory that you wish you would have grown up in that you could have wrestled in the seventies or the eighties? Like, could you put could you see yourself? you know, bleeding every night <laughs> in mid-Atlantic, <laughs> or do you see yourself in, in Portland someplace? Where is there a territory in particular, like, man, I wish I could have been able to work there? Well, I mean, there's a lot, right? Like, uh, I've heard so many cool things about the Portland territory, and you see things with old Buddy Rogers and Roddy Piper doing stuff. And, of course, of course, Florida, and even Detroit with the Sheik, you know, like, imagine wrestling the Sheik every night. But a little... I think with the Andy Kaufman stuff, you know, my kind of obsession with comedy and also um, just kind of the zaniness of Memphis. Uh, I think it would have been really cool. I mean, I know I would have gone broke and had to live in my car, but uh, to wrestle in in Memphis and maybe, you know, maybe tag up with uh, Jerry Lawler. I wouldn't want to be one of his foils because you just wrestle him for two weeks and then you're gone forever. So uh, maybe a partnership with Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee would have been cool in Memphis had I been able to stick. Yeah, that that would have been really cool. Colt Cabana with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Ring of Honor is back in the Chicagoland area, the Odium, in Villa Park, Sunday night, uh, May 12th, a 7 o'clock start. And get your tickets at the box office or go find your tickets, ringofhonor.com. Um, saw you through the first pitch at Guaranteed Rate Field with the championship, by the way. I don't think – see, Jay Lethal, he asked me for advice uh, when he was the champion. He was at Guaranteed Rate. I go, I said, just don't be 50 cents. Okay, just just get it over the plate, or at least somewhere in the same area. So, so what, what was the feeling like? You wearing the championship and then throwing out the first pitch? Don't be like Fifty Cent, or don't be like Baba Booey, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, believe, and my my high school friends, they all sent me the the clip of Baba Booey and Fifty Cent beforehand. <laughs> so they were like putting it in my head, you know. I think trying to get me there. Uh, first of all, a fan came up to me. And he was I wasn't going to wear my NWA National Championship. Uh, on the on the mound, but a fan came up to me and he said, "Hey, Jake, where's your championship?" I was like, oh, "It's in my bag." And he's like, "Lethal wore the title while he pitched." And I was like, "All right, fine." So that one fan telling me, you know, uh, front row at at the park that Lethal did it. So I, I caved into peer pressure, and 
I, you know, I got it in there. It, it, I didn't one hop it. it. It went right there. It was a pretty decent pitch. Um, but beforehand, I was throwing and I was warming up and I was doing some pretty good throws. And the guy who was catching with me, he kind of squat down like a like a catcher. And that's when I started bouncing it. So then I got real scared. Um, so I kind of I kind of did a half lob. I mean, it had a little bit on it, but I, I didn't want to get it too into. It. it was my first time. Hopefully, there's more scenarios in the in the future. Obviously, being a Cubs fan my whole life, uh, I'd love to do it at Wrigley. Um, but the pitch was okay and uh, not that much pressure. Also, it was a three o'clock uh, a three o'clock game day from on a doubleheader. So there, there, there was uh, there's going to be more people in uh, in Ring of Honor on on uh, Sunday at the Odium than there was uh, at uh, New Comiskey or whatever you call it. <laughs> Jerry Reinsdorf uh, just texted me. He said, "Guaranteed rate, sir. Guaranteed rate field with the arrow pointing down." Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, the the I know, Odium. I, at, go ahead. I, I went there and I was like, "Wait, it's not the cell anymore." They were like, "No." <laughs> I just You're... stopped calling it Comiskey. <laughs> right, exactly. The audio in Villa Park Sunday uh, again. It's going to be a seven o'clock start. Get your tickets for Ring of Honor and Colt Cabana with me, Jonathan Hood on ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN app. Colt, who who makes you laugh in the business? Well, it's funny you say that. I just worked out at Santino Morello's gym here in uh, in Toronto at the mm-hmm. Battle Arts Academy, and he, you know, he's he was one of my. He was on my bucket list of guys I really wanted to wrestle with or be involved with, especially, you know, when I, I don't know, when I was kind of in my hottest period in wrestling and he was at his hottest period, like it just seemed like we, we should have crossed, crossed, crossed paths. Um, and then, you know, one of my other favorites that really cracks me up is Grado, who wrestles out of Scotland and he's on Scottish television. And, um, you know, he, he was on Impact a little bit. And, of course, he's in uh, the documentary that I made, Wrestling Road Diaries, three funny equals money available for download at digitalcult.com or hardcase at cultmerch.com. Um, but he's a natural comedian, and so uh, I, I, lo- I do love Grado. All right, last thing, and I appreciate your time. Uh, I just want to know, is there something that you still want to do in the business that you haven't gotten to do just as of yet? You've traveled the world, not just, not just Chicagoland. You've traveled the world with your business and you've had, you've got the, the best podcast again, the Godfather of wrestling podcast. You've got your merch. What else do you want to do? Well, you know, uh, I had a couple on my bucket list, uh, just, you know, just almost in January. And since then I've a wrestled at Madison square garden, which was on the list. And I did that this, uh, past April, almost, you know, basically a month ago. And also to kind of have a nice, like impactful, position for new japan pro wrestling which i did this past march uh you know i was in the new japan uh cup and i I made it to the third round and i i felt i made some new fans and uh really impressed the the japanese fans and the fans of new japan pro wrestling and so i think the the last one would be the tokyo dome which is new japan's big show every single january 4th and um hopefully you know i did well enough and made an impression that uh, I would love to team up with Yano in, in the Tag League in New Japan and then hopefully move forward to the Tokyo Dome uh, in 2020. And I think that's kind of something I would love to do in the future. Hashtag goals. There it is. There's, you you <laughs> always got to be able to have goals, man. I get it. That's why I asked because you've done everything, and I couldn't think of anything else that you could do that would be like, wow, but there's always yeah, something, the, right? The Tokyo Dome is the one, and that's, 
you know, last year was 45,000 fans. And uh, two years ago, I went to the Tokyo Dome as a guest of a lot of the wrestlers because I was over in Japan wrestling for a promotion called DDT. And uh, I was touring there at that time. And I had obviously had the day off. Nobody's running against the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> so I got to watch the show. So it would be something to, to be able to wrestle on it. And well, what about this? Like the best color analyst ever in the business. You're doing really well with that, by the way. Thank God you're not some character or being someone else. It's you, which is refreshing. Yeah, I'm enjoying doing color commentary for Ring of Honor. Of course, uh, you know, Sunday at the Odium, I will be wrestling. But for the most part, I'm doing commentary, and I, I really enjoy doing it with Ian Riccoboni. I think Ian is so great at what he does. And, yeah, that is something that, like, that was something when I started doing it, I took it as a challenge to try to become the best that I could be at it. Now, the thing with that is, is with a color commentator, you, you really don't become the best overnight. You know, you look at some of these commentators, and it's, it's 10, 15, 20 years, so it's a real uh, long-term thing uh, if you're going to do it. But I think it's great for me. You know, I just turned 39 a couple days ago, and so – you know, the the wrestling will slow down. And if this is a job for me to last and to be able to stay in the wrestling industry, you know, into my 50s and 60s, um, that's, what a great opportunity. And uh, I'm going to make the best of it. You just need a little catchphrase. You know, you'll have one. Like, maybe Gordon Soley, a little uh-uh. Just throw it in there every now and then. Well, I'll tell you this, and not a lot of people know, <laughs> is uh, Ian Riccoboni, yes. his catchphrase is happy wrestling. And uh, that was one I gave to him. Ah, so I should I should have kept it for myself. Come on, is Mister yeah. Trademark gives his stuff away? What are you doing? I know. You know, I've been thinking about <laughs> the, I've been thinking about the the old Jack Brickhouse too, uh, like a good old hey hey. Um, ah. But I should I should come up with I should come up with my own thing. Yeah, but that's like a, a you know what the nation may not know that may not know that that's a good little I don't think to anyone... Jack into Chicago. I think you and I are the only ones that know. That. <laughs> so let me go through the list. <laughs> the Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana. You're going to be at StarCast in Las Vegas. You have a number of guests, including Young Bucks. Go to Fight TV. I'm looking at the stream right now, official pay-per-view live stream for Cole Cabana. Get his merch at ColtMerch.com. Go to ColtCabana.com. And don't forget the podcast, wherever you download your podcast. I get it from SoundCloud and sometimes iTunes here um, for the Art of Wrestling podcast. And look out for the new action yeah. figures as well, because the <laughs> micro bud, the micro brawler is pretty funny. Thank you. And also, yeah, I'm not, you know, I, like I said, like you said, I, I beat Willie Mack to become the NWA national champion, and I, I plan on touring that around. And uh, they have a really fun YouTube series. Uh, it's just YouTube.com/slash/NWA, and you can watch that ten pounds of gold every single. I think it's every week, and Dave Lagana works very hard on it. And um, I think it's a cool, it's a cool little fun uh, thing to watch. Uh, a nice consumption of just, you know, 10 to 20 minutes of wrestling every week. Well, I've been seeing this. So are are you going to be like in 10 episodes and like a dark background and you staring in the screen crying? You know, be real, like real serious. <laughs> is, is that what's going to happen? Like, this is exactly what I've always wanted to be the national champion. And I got to tell you, this is great. Is, is that, is that going to be you? Are we going to see you in the, like the dark side of cult? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna cut out my scene from Chicago PD and just insert it into the <laughs> national championship. Oh, that's gonna be great. My my acting chops. Hey, it's Colt. Look at this guy, Chicago PD. Funny funny thing about that show, Colt. All the all the crime is apparently in back of the yards or Bridgeport. Odd, is it? Is it not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny. I I got I got casted on that show, and then I was like, well, I better watch it. 
so I know what it's about. And then I became obsessed with it. And now I, I, I binge-watched probably 80 episodes in like three weeks. And uh, it's great. It just, I, I love that show. I just think that there's, I mean, I think we know the city, you and I, uh, you know, hey, there's something going on in Bridgeport. We get, I get over there. Chicago PD. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's crime everywhere. <laughs> but just only in that area. I think it's just a district I think they just take care of. I enjoy that show too. Uh, thanks for coming on as always, man. And again, uh, Ring of Honor is going to be this Sunday, 7 o'clock at Villa Park at the Odium. Get your tickets at the box office. As always, I appreciate it. Thanks so, so much for coming on the show. Yeah, and anyone can say hi to me uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Colt Cabana. Is that enough plugs? Ah, damn it. I missed one. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, brother. Thanks, thanks J.R. Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000.